Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. What a great Monday it is around here. I walked this morning, the sun was kind of out, it was kind of in, it was just God's handiwork was great in the sky this morning, it was orange. You know, they used to say if uh, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky in the morning, sailor take warning, and if the sky mm-hmm. is gray, you're in LA. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the sky was kind of gray this morning and I'm not in LA. So with me as always is my friend and uh co-host Stephanie Wesco. Stephanie, catch us up, man. Well, good morning, Doug. Um, I am finally beating this awful cold that seemed to hang on, and now Joe's got a really rotten case of it. But um, you know what? The sun is the sun is shining here, and it's a beautiful day. It's cooling off a little bit, which is pretty awesome. So, Wow. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad for awesome weather because we had some really weird rain driving back the other night. So when whenever we drive back, and, and Stephanie's been there and done this when they were on deputation, whenever you have that middle of the night drive back, it just doesn't matter, man. It just you walk yeah. in the house, you can't get to sleep. It it just kind of throws everything off for a day or two, and uh, so I'm a little bit off, but I did get back to my six at six time this morning, so I'm thankful mm. for that. And uh, was back in that. So, so Stephanie, we've got a list of words. And, folks, I was just telling Stephanie about this. You know, as we go through and pick out words, I have a list that I made. I went out and looked at it, and I'm sure we've done all but one of them on that list. So one of you guys mentioned to me, and I want to shout out to Mark. Mark is uh, listening to us somewhere over in Asia. I won't give you a location, brother. But uh, he said, you go to go back and use the Army values. It'd probably be really good. Now, these were values we had to remember in basic training. And uh, the first, so the words, well, let me just give you all of them. So it's loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. And we would have to quote those and what they meant. So uh, loyalty, you know, in the terms of the Army, it meant that we were going to bear true faith and allegiance to, you know, the Constitution, the Army, our leaders, fellow soldiers, our friends, our loved ones. Well, that's not too far from what loyalty means with God, Stephanie, Uh, a man that have friends must show himself friendly. Mm-hmm. And, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. So when we look at loyalty, we look at Jesus Christ. Uh, a friend loveth at all times. Watch ye steadfast in faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. So again, being loyal, serving God, being loyal to one another, being loyal to our families, our friends. But most importantly, Stephanie, being loyal to God. And sometimes it hurts to be loyal to family and stuff. And we'll get to that a little later. I don't want to start Stephanie off in that area. Uh, But loyalty, what comes to your mind first, Stephanie? To me, loyalty is that idea that um, that's what friendship is based on, loyalty and truth, um, to where when you know, you really can tell, okay, whether it's a, a family member or someone who calls themselves a friend to you, 
Um, you know, you know, some of the situations I'm in the midst of right now and it's very much revealed who my true friends are and who the people are. Um, you know, when, when it said to you, well, this story will not be believed because it's like, because why? Because I'm a liar. You know, when somebody who's known you your whole life refuses to believe you because your story's too too outlandish it's too crazy it's too whatever then that person is not a true friend and they are not a loyal friend because true loyalty doesn't turn on someone else when they share their heart or struggle um loyalty sticks by someone and that's i think that's the whole idea of bearing each other's burdens true true believers will bear each other's burdens because that's what Christ, that's the example he set for us. And if you don't, if you're not willing to do that, then you are not, loyalty is not one of your traits. Yeah. And and loyalty is that deep and even deeper. And sometimes it's just, you know, like I'm loyal to my people. I go to the same barber. I I go to the same places to do things. You know, I have my people Mm -hmm. and I'm loyal there. But how much more, as I was listening to Stephanie speak, how much more, you know, when somebody's in pain, hurting, admitting something terrible that happened to her. I just, I just want to be clear. No matter Stephanie can get, Stephanie can kill somebody and she's still going to be, uh, someone who I'm very loyal to, who stole a best, bud. I just wanted to be clear <laughs> with that, that when I'm not planning her, to kill, but I'm I'll probably be in jail with her. Anybody. Cause if she's killing someone, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably we'll on be- the other, <laughs> other side with a gun as well. But I, I, I'm just saying when we think of loyalty though, Stephanie, going back to what you were saying, this is, I think this is significant. Man, yeah. who, who does a friend or a family member have? You know, you have God. Okay. And mm-hmm. so we say you have God, you have your pastor. And that's, and we do recommend everybody have a good pastor and we can help you find one. But then after that, who do you really have to go to and say, Hey, you know, this happened in my life. And, yeah. and, and when someone comes to you like that, isn't that the ultimate um, show of, I care about your opinion. I want you to pray for me. I love you. And I mean, how can people turn around and not believe you or not listen to you or not check into things? I mean, this is kind of freaky to me, Stephanie, whenever those types of things arise and I see them, we were, I was telling Stephanie yesterday, I'm dealing with people in different countries and different places and, uh, men and ladies and, and everybody's dealing with somebody, you know, Debbie's dealing with people, Stephanie's dealing with people. I'm dealing with people. And this is what I've found, Stephanie. I'm going to come back to you. I'm not cutting you off here. As no, fact, you're I wanna, fine. I want to build up what, where I'm going with this. I've found that every single person I've spoke to that's suffering from something as a result of PTSD, that people have left their lives and not been loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's been my personal experience. And what's sick is we live in such a perverted, evil world that what I've experienced personally is you know, when you go through a trauma and then the people who are there to use you act loyal as long as they need to act loyal to use you or they need until they're done with you. That's right. And And, and, yeah, go ahead. And a true friend, no, you're fine. And a true (laughs) friend isn't loyal to you because they're gaining anything from you. They're loyal to you because they view you as a human being that's worthy of the same amount of love that they themselves want. 
Yeah. Um, and that's what loyalty is looking on somebody else's needs and saying, if I was in their shoes, how would I want to be treated? How would I want to be loved? How would I need ministered to if I was in their shoes? And then doing that for the other person um, yeah. to where, yeah, it, that it's what true friendship is. It is. And, and taking that to the other side, uh, if you're out there and you're hurting and you've had those people, and, and boy, it hurts when you have those people in your life. And mm-hmm. I said just last week, there were so many people that sold Stephanie and I out a couple of years ago that there was a fire sale on friendships for us. <laughs> but I got to tell you this, man, the people who stayed with us are superstar friends. Yeah. The people yeah. who stayed with us are the, are the people that you're going to stand next to in heaven. They're the people yeah. who uh, you're going to spend eternity having joy with. They're the people, you know, you find out who your friends are when times are tough. So I don't want to discourage you folks. Those of you who are listening to me, yeah, this, this guy or this gal messed me over. I've lost my friends. I want to tell you, hey, Stephanie and I have been there. And I think God has definitely been there, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I'll tell you, our responsibility is just to be loyal. And sometimes, yeah. you know, to these people who aren't loyal, to these people who don't believe us to these people who are far out somewhere different somewhere weird we just got to love them and let them go I mean you know I've got to tell you friends I've I've spent too much time of my life worried about people who really don't care about me and and I just I just want to put that out there you know, and, and I know this is hard. I know this statement I just made is hard that sometimes you got to just push these people out of your way. If they're going to keep on hurting you, not being loyal to you, not being there when you need them, you got to go find the people who are going to be that way with you. And it's time to move out from that. That's all I want to say. And I don't want to harp on this, Stephanie, but I, I think there were victories in my life. And I know there were victories in Stephanie's life when we downloaded people. Or they yeah. downloaded us. Yeah. I mean, it's more like they downloaded us. And, you know, I wonder if so-and-so is going to call. I wonder if they're going to stop by. I, you know, they're not. They stink. Yeah. They're no good. Half the population yeah. are knuckleheads. You know, <laughs> if you don't know a knucklehead, At you least. are one. You know, come on, man. They're, they're, they're out there. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. I, 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 I. Now, am I right, Stephanie? we got a minute before we go and let the stations do what they do. But, but I mean letting go. It's yeah. Choosing, choosing. Sometimes it's better. Um, you know, we're never given the option to, to hate people. Um, but when you reach that point of saying, God's given me a purpose, he's given me a calling, he's clearly led and directed. And to the people that have made it very clear, they don't care about you. They're not, they're not a real friend. That's right. Coming to that point of saying, I will never stop loving you but I am going to stop letting you control me through your actions. And that's a choice that every person has to come to because until you come to that point, you're still letting them keep you bound in their chains. Yeah. Yeah. They're bringing you to the bad place where they live and I'm not going to live there anymore. You know, I'm just, and we all have to make that decision. Hey, we're not going to live there anymore. There's new people I'm going to meet. There's new things I'm going to do. And, and I know some of you are going through the fire right now. And I know that, but Hey, hang in there with us. Listen, we're going to let these stations have just a minute and we'll be right back with you.
Well, it's great to be back here with you. And as we continue on, Stephanie, we find ourselves in the 23rd proverb in verse number 24. It says, the father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice. And really, I want to put 24 and 25 together because I can find no way to separate them. But it says, Mm -hmm. the father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice. And he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy in him. Thy father and thy mother, and I turn the page there, shall be glad. And, And she that bear thee shall rejoice. Boy, that's saying an awful lot. It's the father of the righteous. Mm. They're going to be rejoicing. When, when when you have children and they turn out righteous, you kind of like delight in them. You love them. And, mm-hmm. and, and this is saying, man, you're glad, you're happy. You're, there, there's a time of rejoicing when your kids get like this. But again, we said last week, one of the hardest things I went through in seminary, one of the hardest things I went through learning how to console was remembering if we want our children to be that way, we need to we need to model that to them. Our lives are yeah. like looking at this is the hardest thing about Proverbs. I don't, you know, I, I know this. I know I fail all the time, but what I want to do, and I think we all are, I think we're all going to, I think we're going to have failures. You know, one or two a day is all the time for me, honestly. And I have to stop <laughs> and you have to tell people, Hey, I'm goofy. But I think having a child and raising them to that place where they can be righteous, where they're wise, Boy, old mom and dad are dancing in the streets. That's all I think. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. And that, that point of, um, that, that word, it says wise. And again, we come back to, I come back to the verse in James that talks about the wisdom from above, because that's what defines a wise child. We live in a world where wisdom has been so distorted and so perverted And to where even people who proclaim to know what the Bible says are some of the biggest fools and perverts and workers of iniquity that exist. And so this word wisdom is huge, that that word wise, because um, where are you getting your wisdom? Where's your wisdom source? Are you wise in terms of cunning or are you wise in terms of yeah, wise and cunning. Don't what the go word together. of God says. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, cunning in terms of clever. Um, yes, yes. The idea that I found a thesaurus have, the other day. If you didn't read my Facebook, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> 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 it's a private I, joke. I put a joke out there about thesaurus, but anyway, seven. I'm sorry was, to cut you off, but I no, know what you're saying. It, you can't be wise. Uh, wisdom has a godly character right. to it. Yeah. Right. And and just knowing the Bible doesn't make you wise. Just being able to quote verses does not make you wise. Being able to get up and preach for heaven's sake doesn't make you wise. No. What makes you wise is knowing Jesus Christ, having a living, yeah. breathing relationship with him, and that's what brings joy. It's it, it correlates to why being wise with joy. And that's what brings joy is that relationship. You know, if, if I meet someone who proclaims that they're wise, but they're, everything about them screams, sp- screams the exact opposite. Well, it doesn't matter to me how much Bible they say they know they're proving that they're not wise by their actions. And so I, I think it's beautiful that God makes this correlation between wisdom from above and joy in, in life like the two are hooked together and God made it that way on purpose. Yeah. And, and this is hard, Stephanie. And I, I, 
I think it's easy what we just went through with wise, but I want to go back to loyalty because wisdom to me uh, also gives you obviously the ability to know when someone's blowing you off and they're not being loyal to you. And, yeah. and so I, I did, I wanted to go back to loyalty as we were coming toward the end of this for a couple reasons. And, uh, and, and these one verses, well, bless you, watch ye stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong, let all your things be done with charity or with love. And that's, uh, you know, first Corinthians 16, 13 and 14, some old memory verses I had from back in the day. And so we're looking at loyalty and we're going back to telling the difference, Stephanie, telling Mm. who's a loyal friend, who's a loyal member, who's somebody you need to stand next to for the rest of your life. Who's that person that blew you off? Who's that person that's hurting you? So in your life, try to try to define three types of people, that person Mm -hmm. who's with you for the rest of your life that person who was with you that wasn't loyal and that person that seems like we need to let them in and still trust. Can you kind of figure that out somehow? Mm-hmm. Well, um, as, as far as people that <clears throat> the people that are just there for you, that are constant, <clears throat> I think it's important to remember that. Um, and I'm learning this. Um, learning that patience is a, is a massive virtue in this world because of the fact we do live in a sin cursed world. We live in a world where multiple people have um, wounds all of their own that they're processing. And there are some people who let those wounds destroy them um, instead of standing up to them, instead of, of choosing to heal. In a sense, they become what they hated. And those are the people that, you know, just from past experience, um, I gave my loyalty to people who were more than happy to exploit it for a very long time. And those kinds of people. That's her watchdog, folks. Yeah, that's her watchdog. Yeah. Yeah, that's, he's been, I think there must be deer moving a lot because he has been growling and barking all morning. So, um, but those, the, those people, the ones who will exploit your loyalty and they'll often use, we use the term narcissism, but they will often use a feigned loyalty to gain yours. Yeah. And those are the people that you have to choose. Huh. You ha- you better drop them. You better drop them quick and you better separate from them because they will destroy you. Yeah. And apart from the grace of God, they did not destroy me from the inside out, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And so though there is that category of people that their loyalty, they honestly don't even know what loyalty looks like. All they, they know is the, the idea of loyalty is a great tool to exploit others. And that is a very real group of people. Then you have the ones Um, and when you talked about, you know, people that are, that are there your whole life that have just been there for you, um, I immediately thought of the Hicks and I know I talk about them a lot. Um, and you guys, you and Debbie have become the same thing, but, um, the people that have seen me at my most vulnerable, at my worst and things that I had sworn I'd take to my grave with them. They know that now too, and they're still my friends. 
they're still, you know, they don't look at me as if I have two heads or they don't look at me as if I'm too messed up to love, to encourage, to be friends with. If anything, it's drawn our friendship closer together. And the people that are there for when you, when you are broken and that you're there for them when they're broken and God uses each of you in that, you know, uses me, uses them to, to build that bond of loyalty and of friendship even tighter. And, um, I can't thank the Lord enough for them. Um, and we've laughed. We're like, wow, God really wants us to bond over trials because that's how it's worked. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but those people are real. And, um, then you had talked about the third group, you know, the people that you have to choose to still trust, even if sometimes it feels like, where are they? Where do they stand? What are they thinking? Because I'm getting so many mixed signals and that's a very real group of people. And I'm struggling with that kind of group right now in some ways. And to understand, I think what God's teaching me so much right now is the fact that we all respond to traumas very differently. And um, I think for those of us who have had to be survivors and overcomers of serious levels of abuse, God used, has used it, at least in my life, to teach me a lot about how I look at other people or how I don't look at other people. And it's so important to remember that there are people out there who, who may seem like, what in the world do they, what are they, what's going through their head? Why does it feel like they've withdrawn from me? Why does it feel like I'm having to, to reach out, to keep a connection? Well, God just keeps bringing me back to pray for them yeah, because they're hurting too. And so to understand there are people out there that yes, because Abuse messes up our trust mechanism. It messes up our loyalty mechanism. It causes us to look at everyone through eyes that are messed up. And that's not our choice. The lens of of hurt and pain. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Folks, I can't believe we're right up against the time again. But I think it's so important to heed uh, this lesson on loyalty and know that loyalty ends when you lose the loyalty to you, what Stephanie was saying. And some people, there's misunderstanding. Sometimes there's just people going off a of goofy on a little bit. We pray for them, but there's some people you got to download. And then there's, there's other people you stay around. We don't care how messed up people is. I, people are. I tell Stephanie all the time she's a freak, and uh, but I still, I'm a freak, and uh, we're in it. And uh, Debbie's in it. Debbie's a freak. You know, listen, none of us are perfect human beings. Don't try to be. Don't think you've lost someone's loyalty because you're a perfect now. Every one of us has a weird side to us. Every one of us goes through junk. Every one of us hurts. Every one of us has a God we can go to. And that's the important thing. Hey, listen, every word uh, Eric's going to tell you about knowing for sure you're saved. And we'd love to help you out there. Help the wounded spirits and contact us if you need to at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We sure do love you. Wear that smile that only God can give you today. Thanks.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.